Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Watch What Crappens, the podcast for all that crap we love to talk about on Eel Bravs. I'm Ronnie. That's Ben over there. Hello, Ben. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Good. How are you doing your day fresh from the Emmy stage? <laughs> fresh from the Emmy stage. And by Emmy stage, I mean far away from the Emmy stage. But yes, I am. I'm, I'm surprisingly, um, I'm doing well. I'm alive. I thought I was going to be like really, really like, I thought I was going to be like hung over and exhausted from party hopping and living that crazy Emmy lifestyle. But the truth is that um, we forgot that that's like part of like the Emmy thing. And um, uh, so we went, th- we went to the governor's ball that was right after the Emmys, but we didn't go to any other part. We didn't go to like the HBO party or the Netflix party because we forgot that that's something you have to, you should try to do. And so we didn't, reach out to anyone that we knew or <laughs> so we went to the governor's party had fun and went home but um yeah the emmys were so fun they were so fun mm-hmm. um it was really cool um so dom for people who want to know like why why the heck we were there my boyfriend dominique he is a uh governor of the choreography peer group so as a governor, he, you know, goes to the Emmys uh, because, you know, his peer group is in charge of, you know, among other things, uh, you know, the, the, I think the nominations and, you know, stuff with the, the choreography awards that are part of that's the Emmys. So, cool. so we got to go. It's so cool. It's really, really cool. And so that's why we went to the creative arts ones. And then we got to go to the main show. And um, it was also really cool to go to like one of the big four award shows it was cool to see how that kind of works you know how you get in i was like just fascinated by the logistics of it all you know like having commercial breaks and things like that um there were so many famous people there which was very cool i was mainly arms like far i wasn't like really interacting with any of them because if you saw the telecast like all the nominees and famous people were sitting at tables um and then everyone else was like in seats. And so we were in the seats. And, uh, but then afterwards at the governor's ball, it was, you know, there, there were people around. Uh, the telecast was really fun though, because it was cool being in the room for some of the memorable moments. Like Charlie Ralph, um, she won uh, an Emmy for Abbott Elementary. And you may have seen the videos of it, but she got up there. First of all, she like was crying and she was like walking up. And so like the energy of just like everyone giving her standing ovations, Shirley Ralph from It's a Living, among other things. And then she gets up there and she starts singing. And it was such a, like an electric moment. And I actually watched the video back uh, this morning and it was so cool to see the video. But honestly, like in the room, it was so electric. So I felt very privileged to be able to like see some moments like that. Um, but honestly, the coolest part was this, this governor's ball because we may possibly have a brand new listener, listener to the podcast because the coolest thing ever happened. Um, so I, I saw Stephen Colbert there and I used to be an intern on strangers with candy 20 years ago, 22 years ago. I was an intern and Stephen. That's so crazy. Yeah, I know it's a weird quirk in my in my backstory. You're a user, a boozer, and a loser. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was like the year was 2000, and um, people may not realize that Stephen Colbert was on that show, 
And um, I actually interacted with him quite a bit back in back at that time. And so um, I went up to him and of course he didn't remember me, but I was like, I just wanted to let you know, I was an intern on Strangers with Candy. And he was like, oh my God. He's like, wow. He was like, wow. And, and you're okay. You're doing okay. I was like, yes, I am. And we like talked a little bit and he, and he was, um, when I tell you people, he was so friendly he was like, oh, so what are you doing now? Like, he was asking about, he wasn't just doing the celebrity thing of like, oh, that's such a funny thing. Well, you know, so good. Thank, great seeing you again. He was like, so what are you doing now? And I was like, well, actually, you know, I'm a podcaster. And he goes, oh, what's your podcast? I go, it's called Watch What Crappens. He goes, watch what crappens. And he like chuckled. And then um, he's like, what's it about? And I said, oh, it's we. It's like a comedy podcast. And we recap like the Real Housewives and stuff on Bravo. And he goes, oh, he goes, well, I'll have to take a listen. So potentially... Stephen Colbert could be listening. <laughs> well, hi, hi, potential Steve Colbert, MAGA. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, come back, Stephen. But um, uh, um, but it was just really. I mean, I don't think he's going to listen. But like, it was so cool. But then the craziest thing happened was then he goes, "Hold on a second. Do you mind if we take a picture together?" And I was like, "That's supposed to be my line, but okay." <laughs> like it's in my mind, I'm saying that. I'm like, "Sure." He goes, "I want to see if Amy and Paul remember you." Like Amy Sedaris and Paul, I think his name is Paul Donello, who's also like one of the three of them created that show. So then, like, I was taking a selfie with Stephen Colbert, and it was his idea. And I wanted to be like, could you send that to me? But then I felt like, um, it's weird to ask a big, really big celebrity to text, text you something. So I just am like, I have a selfie with Stephen Colbert out there. It's on his phone. I'll probably never get to see it again. But it was just, it was so. It was so cool. And I just love the idea that he like took interest in Watcher Crappens even for just that moment. So that was like definitely like one of the big highlights for me. Oh, that is cool. I love that. You're gonna he's gonna be catfishing as you on Raya. <laughs> Could you imagine? He's like catfishing me, but he's gonna show off pictures of him and be like, Oh my god, guess who I'm at? Stephen Colbert. But it's like him. That's like <laughs> he's a weird... catfishing as you. He's gonna cut himself out and be like, Hey Tamra Barney, am I right? <laughs> Down to fuck. So uh yeah, that was definitely a highlight. There were some other cool things. I mean, um I you know, I, I learned that Dom is apparently friends with um Ariana DeBose. So like we hung out with her for a little bit and like danced with her, which was crazy because I'm like, wow, you want an Oscar. But she was also incredibly fr- she was so sweet and like she was like she just felt like a friend, right? Like it felt like she could just like hang out and like, you know, so that was cool. And then I walked by I walked by Patricia Arquette and I immediately texted you. I was like Patricia Arquette's behind me because I was like, I know you love Medium. I love Medium. I love it. Come on. That's Alison Dubois. Yeah. The original Alice. Oh, I should have. <laughs> the original Alison Dubois. Before the psychic. <laughs> the psychic was based psychic. on Patricia Arquette's portrayal of the future. The psychic. That's how psychic that show was. <laughs> Alison Dubois actually saw Beyond Rangoon <laughs> and said, I want to be like that. <laughs> Um, and then, I don't know, they were just like, those are like my, my big, like cool, fun interactions. And, um, um, May Lynn, May who won Top Chef a few years ago, she was doing some of the hors d'oeuvres. She was like making these little fried, fried chicken sliders and they were amazing. And then Sherry Yard, who also tends to show up on Top Chef and various cooking shows. She made these beignets that like, I literally like melt, like I, I, I nearly passed out. They were so good. So, but I did not see Andy Cohen. I thought I would see Andy Cohen, um, oh, no. but I didn't see him. So I don't think he's allowed in there. 
Well, they were so snobby about <laughs> about reality shows. It's so funny because um, when they show the categories, um, everyone, you know, like every nominee, um, every nominee, there's all these big cheers, especially because like there's a lot of cheerleaders in the audience. Like anything from Apple, everyone from Apple is like, Hoo! like they're so loud. And then all of a sudden there's something from Netflix, all the Netflix people are like, Hoo! And then they're like, okay, now it's time for the competition, reality competition program. And they trotted out two people from Lord of the Rings. And they were so pissed for having to do the Lord of, like, reality show category. Like, the guy, I'm sure if anyone saw it, he, like, was so unenthused about having to present it. And then they're like, from CBS, The Amazing Race. And I was like, <laughs> Top Chef. <laughs> but then they're like, Lizzo's Big Girls. You know. <laughs> oh, That's by the funny. way, I also really enjoyed being part of the in memoriam like a uh, popularity contest applause. Like that was so cool to be able to like add my clap to that. That was like a, a career highlight for me. <laughs> You'd like the part of being like, we don't have to. I don't like that dead person. <laughs> Fuck that dead person. <laughs> that dead person's getting this. I know. I was like, oh, so we're giving all these big claps to that person? Well, I'm going to clap extra hard for <laughs> Lynn <Betty> Sheridan. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'll, I'll wait for the Betty White part. Okay. Call me when that comes up. Yeah. Well, they opened with Betty White. I was actually, the, I thought that, I, I thought that they opened with Betty White and they closed with Sidney Poitier. 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 Um, Poitier. 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 Uh, so I think those are all my highlights. But it was the exciting stuff. I saw Lizzo. Lizzo walked near me. And oh I think gosh. that's about it. Yeah. That's so cool. I'm glad you had a fun night. I really need to start dating um, better. <laughs> start making better. <laughs> for sure. Or at all. Well, really. well, actually, Ronnie, it really inspired me. It made me be like, Ronnie and I have to become Emmy nominees. I'm not saying that we have to win. I'm just saying... Like, it looked really fun at the table section, and I just want to sit at the tables. So <laughs> let's, like, get a TV show. If anyone needs, like, two shiny faces for their shows or need two um, bubbly writers or just two people to, um, I don't know, is there a craft service award we can do? Like, just, I want to sit at the tables. It just looked like a, looked like a, a party. Yeah, hell yeah. Listen, I love a table. If anybody needs somebody for a job that, requires a table i'm good for that okay yeah I'll do anything at a table just let me sit down yeah uh, put us at a table with Cheryl Lee ralph or really any sitcom star from from the 80s like give us honestly they really should do an it's a living reunion at the emmys next year and then we can we could be i actually we could also be seat fillers i mean i prefer to be emmy nominees but seat fillers would work too for for like seat filling for angelian you know yeah and then we could keep turning to each other going <laughs> it's a living <laughs> and i would laugh every time <laughs> well that's good i'm glad you had a good time um so everybody you know go support ben watch the emmys replay <laughs> you will not see me i'm telling you this right now you will absolutely not see me look for the white guy in the text you'll see me. <laughs> he'll be there oh i i i definitely like uh i went through like an emotional journey i've like i just of like Every picture I took last night, I looked like a crazy person. And finally, I had to, like, <laughs> Dom had to coach me. He was like, Ben, like, put your head forward. 
Okay, now chin down. It was like I forgot how to take a picture. Half my photos were just like bonkers. It's crazy what being indoors and away from people for so long will do for your ability to take a photo. Yeah, I've never really known how to do that, you know? Never. I still don't know. I actually noticed your pictures. I thought you looked really, like, nice, and you had a good stance in one of your – I was like, nice stance, man. Thank you. Well, it had to be – it had to be, like, coaxed out of me. It was like – it was like one of those ANTM segments where they're like, she's just not getting it. Like – I just see she's too much into her head, but then the photo that they put up during judging looks great, you know, in the sense that they finally, after like, you know, all these shots, they finally were able to get one decent shot out. So that was my decent, that was my little ANTM moment. I had like one shot that made it look like I was shooting like that all night long, but I wasn't. Liz was like, we're rooting for you. We're all rooting for you. All right, well, let's get into it because you're not the only one living a classy life, Okay. Some people yeah. are on a yacht. Mm-hmm. Emmy-nominated below-deck med, in fact. Yes, the day out. See, look. Look how close you are. Look how close. So this is Below Deck Mediterranean, episode 710, Finding the Groove. Mm, yeah. It's... But wait, why is it... Oh, yeah, because it's a, it's a disco party. That's right. So, um... <laughs> You know, it's we're 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 picking up the show um, after the big romantic high points of Kyle racing into Frank's arm and being, "I love you, Kyle. Love you, Frank. I love you, Frank." Yeah. And I was hoping we'd see the like what happened next, but it's just the morning. It's the next morning. It's all in the past now. Yep, it's all over, and we start with my favorite thing: Captain Sandy's looking at her computer, her wind computer screen, going mm-hmm. twenty-seven knots. That concerns me <laughs> wind wind sandy wind wind sandy come in wind stop fucking with me today okay i'm not in the mood for this i cannot take it all right i was just hey. next to cheryl lee ralph just yesterday okay wind wind sandy now listen you don't know this because i haven't taught it to you yet you're going a little harsh for this boat, okay? So what I need you to do is bring it down a little bit, because I want everyone to have a good time. Okay, you're doing great, Wind. Doing great. And um, Kyle, across the boat, is like, I'm crying, babe, child. <laughs> if I could turn back time right now, I'd be riding that guy like a pony. <laughs> All right, babe? He- he is acting like Frank just went off to the Great War or something like that. Or he's like in Cold Mountain, standing at the window with a candle, waiting for Frank to come back to the yacht. Although I guess the truth is that in gay like in gay time zones, like not time zones, gay timelines, 25 days apart is the equivalent of like 45 years. So that is hard. Well, yeah, in gay years, I mean, they made it to, olden, to Golden Pond years. <laughs> yeah, they were like on a canoe out in the middle of the fucking pond. Yeah, fighting with each other. (laughs) (laughs) How could you treat Shane Fonda that way? (laughs) I love you. (laughs) Bye babe. I love you, babe. God, I wish I could ride her like a pony. (laughs) This is put on Firelands on Golden Pond. (laughs) I've never seen on Golden Pond, but I but I remember seeing commercials for it when they would show it on on the local local. Remember growing up, they we would act, would actually show movies during the week, and I remember seeing lots of commercials for it. And I so my experience with that movie is just from those commercials. And um, you know, uh, I feel like I feel like this works. 
I feel like <laughs> I just assumed that's the, this was the dialogue in the movie. Yeah, I was a little baby when that came out, but I remember watching it on TV once with my mom, and she was just like, "Oh my god, this is so mean!" And my father, it was like mommy issues, it was like daddy issues or something, starring Jane Fonda. And I, I was like, I don't get this, and my mom's being really weird right now. Um, but I was stuck, you know. So yeah. let's see. So Storm is cutting Z's hair. Courtney and Jason are washing the deck, and she's like, check, 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 check. He's like, God, I feel so bullied. Like, I don't even get it. Why don't you twerk around me? Like, I don't get it. Yeah, it's like not my humor. I worked in commodities. Mm-hmm. So now there's a preference sheet meeting, and it's going to be the guests are going to be Lisa Moore and her daughter Shelby, and their favorite cuisines, elevated Californian. So Sandy's like, huh? What's elevated Californian? Is that just food that's on a little platform? And Dave's like, <laughs> no, it's, you know, it's tacos, sushi, you know, foods that are in the shape of California, add a lot of smog into the room that you serve it into, that kind of thing. Tacos are elevated California. What the fuck? Kick him off. Why is nobody saying anything to what? this guy? He literally names two, like, like culturally specific foods to other areas, tacos and sushi. <laughs> I mean, obviously we have a ton of that here in Los Angeles, at the very least. I, I, I mean, the the joke about California cuisine is that you kind of can't describe it. It's just sort of like this generic term you throw onto things because you don't really know how to describe it. So you just say Californian. Californian I mean, the- is like rustic, um, simple food. Farm to table. Yeah, it's like a vegetable that's, Cooked you know. love. Fresh ingredients. <laughs> I don't, yeah, it always looks like. Do you have people working back there? Did you just throw some shit on the? You know, like they're like it's rustic, it's rustic, sir. So I guess elevated Californian would be like unrustic salad and salmon. Well, I think that like I think it's like I think the farm to table thing is really big in California, but I mean that's not specific to California. But there's definitely in Northern California there's a big farm to table movement, and or there always has been like Napa. And, um, but like, I don't know. I just, it's not <laughs> well, first of all, it's a ridiculous, it's a ridiculous request to have elevated Californian, but it's also ridiculous to say it's tacos. You're right. And I was kind of infuriated by both sides. Why was Everyone I infuriated? Involved. I don't know. Cause the show's on a Monday and you're going to get infuriated people when you have a show on a Monday night. Okay. No one likes a Monday. <laughs> But, yeah, I was kind of infuriated watching it, too, because tacos, that's ridiculous, okay? B, as a waiter, you never want to wait on someone with the name Moore, okay? Never. <laughs> because people generally live up to their names, and I hate demanding customers. You know, so I already hate these people. So then Storm is like, and in the morning, they requested yoga, but they didn't request it from someone who's never been a bosun before, which really has me worried. I'm really going to work on that today. It's my journey. Yeah. Uh, Storm is, like, really all about being a bosun in a way that's a little annoying. He's like, now that I'm bosun, there's a level of consequences and achievements and everything that comes between. I mean, I really enjoy the pressure. I need, I need to trust people. I mean, if something goes wrong, it'll be on me. I mean, I'm a bosun. I'm, I'm, I'm essentially the most important person in all of the Mediterranean right now. I'm a bosun. I'm a bosun. Yeah, congratulations on your um, your raise or whatever, but we're not making a documentary about you. You know what I mean? It's like those cameras are not all here for your life story to show at we're not, the, the Yacht Oscars or whatever, whatever they're not shackled in. Okay. <laughs> all right. He's, this is not He's endurance. Like picturing Olympic music playing behind him. He's like, the moment I became 
a person changed my world forever. And every time they cut to him today, it's this. It was cracking. By the end, by like the fifth time they did it, I was like, oh, okay, they're just they're just pranking this poor guy now. <laughs> I know. It's like he's really vying for not just an Emmy Award. He wants the Governor's Award. He wants the special one, which, by the way, last night was given to Gina Davis. So I was like, I really feel proud. Like I'm like so happy that I came to the Gina Davis Emmys, you know. But uh, <laughs> the governor's award. It's like, congratulations. It's me, Governor Newsom. You can turn your air conditioner to 75 for two hours, one weeknight of your choice. Hugs, everybody. Hugs all around. <laughs> Would you like a taco? <laughs> it's elevated us cuisine. <laughs> so, by the way, at the at the at the governor's ball thing, the biggest lines were for sushi. And I would say for tacos, but the reason why there wasn't a huge line for tacos is that there was like literally 10 different taco stations. So maybe Dave is onto something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, carbs too. You know, you were at an industry event. That's true. So um, they also want beach. They want two beach setups this time and a 70s party. So this sounds like a bunch of hell, basically, for everybody. And uh, the captain's like, whoa, a 70s party. That's cool. Have I told you about the time the pirates in Iraq came up to my boat in the 70s? That was nuts. <laughs> that was crazy. You know, I ended up doing the uh, Mickey Mouse, uh, did the entire Mickey Mouse disco album. You know, Disco Duck. Remember that one? Dude, that was Saddam. I mean, that was a good time. Told anybody? You know, everyone has their good moments. Uh, Hey, and guess what? They also want to have a guys and dolly party. If you're wondering why they say dolly instead of dolls, it's because they want to dress up like their favorite celebrities, Guy Fieri and Dolly Parton, which is both a uh, celebration of gay life and a hate crime at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, I just wrote, I hate these people, even though I love my dolly. Okay, love Everyone loves Dolly, but the Guy Fieri of it is, is that's a tough pill to swallow. <laughs> it's the Top Chef Network, okay? <laughs> it's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So now um, Courtney and Z are on a dock, and she has like a box. And she's like, does it make you feel sick right now? Imagine eating a scall- scallop right now. <laughs> Uh, a scallop. Imagine it. The scallop is twerking. Do you just want to vomit? Do you want to va- vomit? And he's like, your scallop. Your scallop. Your scallop. Your scallop. Jason's like, uh. <laughs> and they're like, oh, 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 oh. And they start cracking up. <laughs> and Jason's just looking at them like, what the fuck is happening? And he tells us, I'm a lone wolf. Honestly, like, I actually miss Reagan right now. It's like crazy and courtney's like hey all scallops creatures of fish and he's like <laughs> you work in the jason. ocean guys jason's like i i i'm a i'm a starfish he's like no that doesn't it's not it's supposed to say scallop jason good try <laughs> bullied so then tosh and dave she is trimming a pineapple in the galley very oddly she's like yes standing really close to dave to trim her pine i don't know i don't think i've ever described somebody as trimming a pineapple oddly but this was it if ever the time was there is this she's just like really slowly i don't know what shape she's making those leaves <laughs> and um you know of course dave is like she loves me look at this she loves she's trimming a pineapple <laughs> the love of my life prickly on the outside but once you get in there it's so sweet. Did you say something, Dave? 
<laughs> well, she's probably trimming it oddly because she's trying to convince like Dave that it's actually a potato. Like, oh, what you doing to that pineapple? It's a potato, Dave. What you're seeing? I see a pineapple. Oh, you're tired, Dave. You're seeing pineapples again. Just gaslighting him into just <laughs> inconsequential things. <laughs> inconsequential beliefs. <laughs> yes. Tonight I'm serving some mashed potatoes. Um, this is just like a whole bunch of pineapple chopped up. Damn it! I knew it! I knew it! So, Natasha's, uh, she tells him, I used to do this with three girls I used to work with. I said three things for grateful for in the morning. What are, you, what are things that you're grateful for, Dave? And Kyle passes by in here, so <laughs> which I just love the shot of him, because you know he's got all of the inside thoughts that need to be said out loud for this. And the <laughs> chef is like, well... I'm grateful for um, cake glaze. That's one thing. Love cake glaze. <laughs> yes, love cake glaze. Um, thankful for um, more cake glaze. <laughs> my mandolin. I love my mandolin. And he's like, it really paid off not going out with the crew because they feel like shit. And I feel like, look at me, stars, roses, sunshine. No hangover guilt. And he's like, I'm grateful that I got six hours of sleep last night. She's like, well, it's better than three, Dave. Ah. And now she's got, like, some weird flirt mance with Dave again. It all yeah. started back up with the pineapple, an awkward pineapple trimming. Yeah, because he says, I'm grateful for my my effective stew or something like that, or the stews. And she's like, you're such a fibber, Dave. You're a fibber. <laughs> what was that? Did you say something, Dave? <laughs> she lost so, me. So the captain's like, okay, the guests are going to board on anchor due to weather, okay? So there's going to be wind. I don't know if I told you about today on the screen in, in my uh, in my screen room, but, you know, there's going to be 27 knots, okay? <laughs> so we're going to have a window to get out to sea, and I don't want to be stuck at the rock, okay? That was a lot of yacht slang. Everybody catch that? There's a window, an anchor, <laughs> and a rock. <laughs> make it happen make it happen um and then meanwhile on natasha's phone it's like two messages three messages four messages her messages are just like piling up and then provisions arrive it's time for provisions and kyle's like all right you know what tosh i'm gonna need you to make some slow moves today okay nothing too fast because i'm hungover and lovesick oh 25 days i see my frankie <laughs> and Natasha has just ordered too much of every drink. She's like obsessed with having enough to drink. So yeah. they can't fit all the drinks in places. They're like trying to put them under the yeah, under the couches and shit because she can't stop ordering drinks. And Natalia's pissed. She's like, I'm the kind of person that you get what you need. You just don't add, add, add. Like, what do you need? And then you add more? Who does that? Tosh is the worst provisioner. It's not hard to say there's five bottles on shoes, right? You need five bottles. One for the fridge upstairs, one for the fridge under the couch, one for the fridge in the sink. I was like, okay, Natalia, like, I get it, but wrap it up. Wrap yeah. it up. I'm bored with we, all your fridges. We could deliver a glass of orange juice to every piece in Australia and still be too much. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so uh, then Courtney's like, oh, just so you know, we got... We got heaps and heaps of Coca-Cola, just so everyone knows. And Natalia's like, well, trust me, I've tried to say something. I've already tried to set up deliveries to free orange juice for all of Australia. Has it worked yet? Trust me, I've tried everything. 
<laughs> uh, Courtney is organizing the outdoor fridge, and she's all pissy. And Natalia's like, oh, no! Like, this is what sets Natalia over the edge. I love it. Too much coke. Yeah. So then well, the captain's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So the captain's like, okay, all crew, all crew, get ready for departure. Storm, storm, single up your line, storm, storm, here we go. Big test, don't fuck it up, storm. Storm's like, this is my moment. <laughs> this is my moment. Hey, crew, you want to see something fun? Okay, watch, listen to this. Hey, all, so it's time for us to get out of here because there's storms coming. You hear that, everyone? Storm's like, what? Is this about me being a person? Am I about to be fired? Oh, God, love just riling him up just by saying storm instead of weather. It's so much fun. So much fun to do this. Okay, I'm going to rile up. I'm going to rile up Dave now for fun. Okay, all crew, all crew, is it safe to swing? <laughs> That'll be good. That'll be good. Let's see if Natalia answers, <laughs> Natasha answers that one. So um, they're 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 leaving. They're leaving Malta, or they're leaving they're least leaving Valletta. And um, Jason pulls up a line, and then he like spits. That's just like ew. Yeah, it's like so Jason. Side. Yeah, gross. It's like wait, you know, there's some fish that's gonna have to have your spit now. You know, some poor <laughs> plankton or jellyfish that's gonna be like. <laughs> and you know, oh. it's always like the. When something unlucky happens, like five unlucky things happen at one time, so it's going to be some fish with a, like a straw stuck up his nose, and then he's going to, you know, be caught up in those uh, plastic rings from the Diet Cokes. Like everything bad that can happen in the sea, he's going to be covered in oil slicks. <laughs> that fish, you mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that fish is going to be the one that comes in the office, and everyone's like, oh, God, what is it now? It's like, hey, guys, that's sort of a rough weekend. It's like, why? Why why is that fish such a Debbie Downer? It's like, you guys, the fish is limping. It's got plastic rings around its neck, a straw stuck up its nose, and oil's slick all over it. Can we give the fish a break? And the fish falls down the stairs. They're like, oh, God, of course you did, Frank. Of course you did. They're like, listen, just don't tell Linda about lunch because I just can't have her energy today. Like she is such a downer. Like you say, how's it going? And she says tired. It's like, I can't with Linda. <laughs> um, so Z, so they, they go through the doll negative attitude for a monkfish. <laughs> <laughs> got spat. Like, Hey guys, how's your weekend? I got spat on actually. Oh God, Linda. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> don't worry, I'm still hashtag blessed. So I kind of fucking hate monkfish. What happened you know, to your bow of silence, Linda? <laughs> you know, Linda puts up that poster with the kittens, but she has such a bad attitude. <laughs> Does anyone mind if I put this? <laughs> if I put this this rigatoni in the fridge, Linda? It's got so much garlic. <laughs> So hey they guys, go to- got a new wash your own dishes sign for the kitchen. Isn't it nice? Love the font. <laughs> when Linda comes over to your desk to ask a question, she's eating an apple very loudly. Like, <laughs> so I was thinking about our accounts. <laughs> Do you have the receipts? Linda, could you eat your apple before you come to me? <laughs> Linda just wants everyone to know she's eating something healthy today. Well, I have to eat this because my diet's been messed up because apparently I ingested too much oil slick when I got near the surface. <laughs> Linda, why are you making a show of eating your apple when we all heard you unwrapping a Milky Way into your desk this morning? <laughs> <laughs> That's not what you heard. Those were my meds from having a Coca-Cola ring around my neck for too long. <laughs> Linda, the sad punk fish. The, the sad monkfish in the, op- in the fish <laughs> office. 
<laughs> okay, so, so then a got- very important line. Storm's like, Jason, make sure you hit the stainless. All this stuff we polished is now not polished because now we're going to go pick people up at anchor. You know what I mean? So guests are not arriving the regular way. They're arriving by Tinder. You understand, Jason, right? And he's like, you're such a scallop in the morning. What are you even talking about? <laughs> See, everyone hates me. Everyone hates me. <laughs> the time for scallop banter is over. <laughs> so uh, we also forgot to mention, um, you know, uh, when they got through the dolphins, <laughs> we have an inspirational moment from Z, who himself is inspired. He's like, obviously, seeing friends succeed is always super inspirational. And you see other people doing things and you want to be at that standard. So I want to get a promotion also because I, I did dishes when I grew up. So it's really inspiring <laughs> to do dishes one day and then be good at a job another day. That's my story. <laughs> I like that. They're like, here's Aziz jealous, bitter moment. He's like, I love Storm so much. I'm glad to see him succeed. I hope I get a raise one day. Like, that bitch. Okay, put it in. I know, Z, what a bitch. We're going to get Z, Z, Z the villain in it. Z is such a nasty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so then Storm and Sandy, uh, Storm, Storm, Sandy, Storm, Storm, Sandy, come to the bridge, please, come to the bridge. So she goes, Storm, hi, hi, Storm, I'm going to talk to you in this voice. And we're getting fired. <laughs> Uh, we're in the middle of my documentary. No, no, you're not getting fired, okay? <laughs> this is just how I talk when I want people to understand they could kill us without the knowledge that I've got about to come out. Three, two, one. Okay, we're going to drop two anchors. You're going to be okay with that? You know, back in the day, I used to call this an anchor sanctuary, which we love. So I'm going to drop one and then come out on two shackles, okay? And it's going to be a V. And in case you weren't sure about the V. I'll do it with my hands. Look at that. It's a V. I guess I sort of make a Y when I do this because I have my body. But you get the point. We're going to do a V with the anchors. And then, so the, the pros are we won't drift and hit some rocks. The cons are the wind can blow and tangle the anchor and we all die. So it's a little tricky. Yeah. You you might kill everybody this episode. How do you feel about that? God, I love teaching people. Teachable moment. Hey, what letter is the anchor going to make? Oh, uh, B. Oh, God. God. We have some more work. We might lose some people. Go ahead and try it. Go ahead and try it. Try the B anchor. Can't wait to see it. <laughs> hey, here's a good way to remember it. You know, your, you know your buddy Z? Okay, think about that letter. Then take off the Z's hat at the top. Guess what you have? V on its side. That's the shape we're making, huh? <laughs> So Storm's like, see, see, find your bearings, wake him, wake me up if the boat traces. It's like, God, he's so good at his job. Look at him go. <laughs> he's like singing the Master and Commander theme song. <laughs> Although that may have been Pirates of the Caribbean. Either way, it's some sort of seafaring movie, mm. movie soundtrack. So Storm's like, we need to be very vigilant. If the wind increases, one shackle has to come up. One shackle Z, one shackle Z. So are you saying I have to use my skill set of pulling a dish out of the dishwasher but apply it to a shackle? Yes, that is exactly right. Bring the shackle up. <laughs> Two shackles in. Okay, okay, port anchor. Got it. Starboard anchor. Got it. Does it look like a V? Got it. Okay, now drug the hug anchor. <laughs> that was just a test. Get in here. Come in for one. Come on. <laughs> Come on. So, um, so then, uh, Jason, you see Jason doing some polishing and then Storm gives us more of his, like, 
his his like mindset. He's like, when I was just a deckhand, I had the mentality of trying to be the best man on my team. It was just my upbringing. I was brought up to be in a very competitive environment. When I was four years old, I enlisted in my first drag race. It was very scary, but I but I did it. It was a competitive driving environment, and it makes me makes it trickier to trust people. But at the same time. That's what you learn when you learn to be a person. You learn to be a person in a competitive environment. I just want to be a good person, a person who drives cars fast and drives cars fast for mother. That's how I need to be, a good person. I'm going to be the best person I possibly can be. I'm going to make a thing. So Storm's like, get in your whites. And Natasha's doing her last round. Hump day, hump day. Okay. Oh, no, that's the chef. The chef's like, all right, everybody, get you it. I want to see a positive attitude today. Hump day, hump day. It's all down here from here. It's all down here from here, sunshine. And Carl's like, you're way too positive. That irritates me, babe. I'm trying to be sad. Well, I <laughs> fell in love all over again over an oddly trimmed pineapple, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the strange potato. So then um now Storm is going down to the deck and he sees Jason's polishing work and it's like shoddy at best. And he's like, oh, what's going on here? And we see Jason. <laughs> now now that Reagan's gone, Jason's getting the Reagan edit, which is basically now he's eating a taco. Or as I call it, elevated Californian cuisine. <laughs> and he's eating it correctly because we learned off that Netflix show, Salt Fat acid heat i think that was the show that you eat tacos when you move your head sideways not the taco okay uh, excuse me i believe that was a lesson learned by emmy award nominee padma lakshmi <laughs> on her show taste the nation when she went to el paso and tried a taco and said oh he's got to move your head to the side am i right poor gail she just puts her head at the bottom and doesn't mind what juices dribble down her chin all the way onto her dress actually improves her fashions gail just lifts her entire head up and looks at the sky like she's being fed by mama bird and just drops the taco down really it's quite gail, fascinating she treats the tortilla more like a funnel right into her mouth. She puts that gullet back and aims that tortilla right at the gullet. And job is done. There's a reason she's called the Gelbage Disposal. <laughs> so uh, Jason is not, he is getting the evil edit. And it's so funny that they're trying so hard to give him that Hannah. They just cut to Hannah Ferry standing out on the boat smoking. Like, wait a minute. She's not even on this season. Well, Hannah's relying. Hannah's relying on on your perspective to know what's going on. I just saw an article on Cheat Sheet where Hannah's like, "I don't watch Blow Dick Mad. I just listen to Watch What Crappens. And if Ronnie says he doesn't like someone, then I don't like someone." <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how life should be lived, right there. <laughs> uh, so uh, Storm's like, "Why? Why would you just do fifty percent of the job? I'm not a fifty percent." kind of the job kind of person i have trained for this job since i was a two-year-old baby jason jason i've got a thousand a thousand things to ask you and if i ask you to do polishing you need to take notice because nothing up here is polished look at this and jason's like nothing's polished because i haven't got to it dude okay <laughs> he says it like duh <laughs> like storm asked him to do it so long ago but jason's like yeah of course it's not polished because i just didn't do it <laughs> He's like he kind of like takes takes the accusation and then owns it and turns it into an excuse. Like none of this is done. This is a complete shit show. It's like yeah, it's a shit show 
because I haven't done anything to it. So what else? It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so Courtney is like, Jason just doesn't know the way yachting is meant to go. <laughs> and he's like 35. I understand because it's like taking him so long to learn everything else. I understand why it's taking longer than 35 years to like learn how to not be a dick. But we'll see. Maybe this is the year. <laughs> She's kind of an asshole, right? I thought, I mean, I know that you're not a big uh, Jason fan, but I think she's an asshole. And I think she was an asshole the last time she was on this show, too. You know? She Uh, fools everybody uh, with her, like, twerky little giggle. But I'm not buying it. You're not nice, okay? How about you be nice to somebody? Why don't you go tell Jason he looks like a scallop in the morning? And let's see how far (laughs) that gets you. You know? I mean, he is such a scallop. See, that's how you do it, Jason. That's how you do it. Um, so now, uh, crew to the aft, je- aft deck. Okay, aft deck. So uh, the guests are approaching on tender, and uh, but first they have to get to the tender, and they are like they're so excited. It's like Alyssa, how do I even walk on these rocks? They're just like making all sorts of funny jokes. Like mom, just get on the boat already. <laughs> yeah, this uh, these get this group of guests is just basically. <laughs> That's the sound effect through the rest of the episode. Yeah. So, um, all right, crew to aft deck, crew to aft deck, and uh, everybody's just trying to get them on, right? And Natasha's uh, getting more and more texts because the music turns sad, and it's just like, bloop, 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 bloop. And she tells us, the hardest part of being in a long-distance relationship on boats is... You just don't have enough time to keep in touch with people. People have things going on back home as well, like babies being born, grass being cut, moles being attended, families shopping at Sears together. You know, my grandpa was a yachty. He was a yachty back in the day on the Queen's boat, and he actually wasn't there when my dad was born. My dad's a twin, so he was there for the first twin to be born, but he had to leave before my dad came out. That's how little time you have. <laughs> it worked six months on, six months off for the Queen, and he was one of the 250 crew members who ever served on the yard. And one time he got off the boat, and he went to a store. He was called Hats arrests, and he bought a hat. The store closed shortly thereafter, making him one of the 130 people who ever went to Hats arrests. And then he brought that hat onto the boat, making him one of the one people who ever wore a hat from Hats arrests on the Royal Britannia. And then the Queen said, I like that hat, but I hate it on you. And so we threw it off the boat. And now there's a fish wearing the hat for Hats arrests. What's the point of my monologue again? I'm just relating stats. I mean, listen, (laughs) Natasha, I believe you can do anything except the moth. Okay. <laughs> I know. She can do that. <laughs> she can do the jellyfish. The Just story. stories that go. <laughs> the story changed direction ten times. <laughs> I know. I could hundred percent to working on the Queen's boat. But of course I never worked on the Queen's boat. <laughs> and of course. Now she's past RIP. Bring it down for a second. I wish I could let's have a drink in memory of the Queen. I call it banana. Banana monkey penis. <laughs> Why are you making a shot out of potatoes? It's banana monkey penis day. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> I didn't know you could have a peel a potato so easily. Mm. That's right, because what I'm peeling is definitely a potato and not a banana, Dave. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. 
So they line up to welcome all the guests. They line up the stairs this time because they have to do it differently. And the guests are on the tender going, we are driving. We are driving. (laughs) 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 The moors. They're always more. I'm telling you, people live up to their names. So they, they um, They love a cheer that describes... Their motion. <laughs> we are on a train. On on a train. <laughs> so they arrive and they shake their hands and they're like, "We are shaking, shake, shake, sh- shaking." <laughs> and uh, the captain's like, "Wow, what a way to arrive on a yacht, right? Big little boat, big boat. Hi, hi, little boat. Meet big boat. Okay, welcome. You guys are going to be." Uh, Taking a gigantic boat now. Just kidding. That was Captain Humor. Okay, so Natasha's <laughs> going to show you around motor yacht home. Okay, doesn't that have a ring to it, everybody? I'll be on the hug screen. Call me, call me when you need. Call me if anybody needs to know uh, a virtual hug or to know what kind of wind we've got right now. Okay. And ladies, before you go on your tour, here I I I have something from the galley. Unfortunately, we didn't have any tropical fruit this. Uh, this trip, but I do have a nice variety of potatoes you can enjoy. Jeff, you're serving pineapple. And Kyle has this, Kyle has this like low grade hatred for them because they're not gay. It's so funny because he just had like the best gay cruise ever. And now it's, it's like you take him from the gay Ibiza cruise and then you put him on a carnival cruise, you know, like a carnival family cruise. And he just hates it. And he's, he gives them their wine, you know, cause they've poured wine for them. And he's like, Oh, look at you all nice now, but you're going to be real messy later. But he's got like this mean streak to it. And I loved it. It's like, yes. (laughs) Well, cause he got a taste of the other side, you know, like, cause not only did he have the gaze, not only did he fall in love, but for a moment he got to feel like, what it was like to be like, I don't want to say a power gay, but a gay with disposable income that goes on yachts. Cause he was like in the group and he was hanging out with the group and now he's back to serving and not only just serving, he's serving a bunch of woohoos and he's like, I hate life. And you know what? Understandably, understandably. <laughs> now, why are they talking about twilight? Cause I one of the ladies know. is like, um, I mean, I got lightheaded, watching twilight so and then another one says oh yeah well i get lighthearted for a different reason watching twilight <laughs> and they all start cracking up but isn't that what the first one was saying it's very confusing i wasn't sure i feel like it was something about like blood like maybe if so i don't know i felt like there was something something important that was missing to understand what what this joke was i just wrote it down and was like i will declare that this happened and i'm gonna move on <laughs> <laughs> So So they're unpacking, and Kyle hates it. He's like, babe, she's got like five centuries worth of clothes in here. It's ridiculous, babe. (laughs) And the girl's like, oh, my God, you look hot as fuck, woman. She's like, oh, my God, I'm going to come. You look beautiful. Oh, my God. Oh my by God, the way, I'm gonna come ba- now. I'm gonna come. I'm not. Uh, uh, I'm coming right now. Uh, uh-uh, we talked about Twilight. I already came twice. Ah! <laughs> they are, by the way, talking exactly the same as the gays. I just want to point that out. <laughs> I know they're us. They're us on. A they're cruise. us. Yeah. So Kyle's like, oh my God, these girls are the sisterhood of the traveling pants, babe. Gilmore girls on crack. I swear. <laughs> So Sandy is uh, Sandy brings Courtney and Z into the wheelhouse, and she's like, "Hey guys, you want to see something really cool? Dare I say, hot? 
See how I have a V with the anchors? It's because I dropped one port and the other one starboard. Yeah. That's Isn't how you want funny? it. Just take it in. Huh? Isn't it funny that it's a V, but it's in the shape of a penis and nuts? <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> it's really funny. It really goes to show you, you know, God has a sense of humor with anchors, <laughs> at least. Hey, do you think any of these guests are actually lizard people? You know, talking of V and such. <laughs> um, so Kyle and Talia are talking. He's like, how you feel, babe? And she's like, oh, I'm fine. I was sorry that night. I'm only asking you so you can ask me how I feel, babe. Come on. <laughs> she's like, all right, how do you feel? And he says, uh, I'm just trying to feel why so drained. Like, why am I so drained? <laughs> and Talia's like, well, hopefully... This trip will do more heaps of basic, simple, nice things, not 20 fucking cocktail welcome drinks for your gay friends. <laughs> and then we see shots of Natasha's crazy shots. Shots of shots. Shots of shots. <laughs> shots, and of shots. Kyle's like, well, she is putting in a provision order, babe. She goes, someone needs to take over that provision order. Someone needs to take it over because I'm over it. This provision order is ridiculous. I've never seen so much Coca-Cola in my life. I mean, we've got orange juice for an entire country. What is everybody taking their Fred Flintstone vitamins at one time tonight? <laughs> this just in. Everyone in Australia just got kidney stones from drinking too much vitamin C from all the orange juice we've had to send them from this bait. <laughs> uh, well... You know what? Someone needs to take over provisions. And I would say something, but I don't want to get into the bad books. Not saying something could make things worse. And so I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to sit here and be really upset about Coca-Cola. That's it. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. And uh, he's like, oh, I'm with you. God, I wish I had love, babe. That's <laughs> not what we were talking about, babe. <laughs> I'm lonely. I'm lonely. I miss Frank's smile. I mean, honestly, you could take away everything, and as long as you keep that smile, I'll never feel so at home and so comforted and so at peace. Kyle, you got to stop talking about that. I'm more longing about provisions. Okay, so I've, so, got, a, I've got a quiz for you. It's a multiple-choice okay. question. So the ladies take shots. Do What sound do they make? A, the sound of cars honking. Uh, honking. <laughs> honking. B, the sounds of birds chirping, or C, woo! Woo! It's tough. I'm going to go with woo. <laughs> You're right. You're oh my right. God. They're going woo! <laughs> and then the yeah. girls are like, like, do you guys have like a beer bong? Can we do like a beer bong from the top down to the bottom? And Natasha's like, I don't have a beer bong. Even though I love to party, but Kyle has a friend named Steven, and he's big, and bold, and beautiful, and he's here to party. They're like, okay, cool, that sounds fun. Now, in my oh, mind, I'm like, I've always thought every time they brought out the dildo, I always feel like they're pushing it. I'm like, this is, I always am like, I just always think it's crazy to uh, for like the staff to bring out the dildo unless it's like asked for. I just think it's crazy. But now it's like the thing is if the dildo was going to be brought out Kyle has to be the one who has to like lay the groundwork. Just be like, hey, I've got something really great lighter that you can drink from. You gotta see it. Okay, then you'll be a real man. But when, a, but when like Natasha pitches it for later, you know it's not going to go right. 
Yeah, she just doesn't. And also, he doesn't really have what it takes to pull it off either because he hates them. Like, he visibly hates them. He hates them. He's not not gonna sell it. Yeah. Right. It could be like the kind of gay who's like, girls, you're gonna have a fun, sexy time, aren't you? Listen to you wooing. I need love it. They'd be like, oh my God, are you straight or gay? And then he could be like, oh, guys, hell, girlfriend. You know, they have to have that kind of relationship. Um, right. But you can't even have him do it this episode. Like, you can't have the gay that hates you come out and be like, want to drink out of a dick? <laughs> like, yeah, that's not no. going to Yeah, It's not going to work. Well, actually, the truth is the way you – I mean, also, Natasha kind of hyped it up because she said his name is Steven. And so that's like, you know, now you put expectations on it. Because Kyle would have been like, he goes, well, I don't have a – I don't have a uh, – but we do have – I don't have a B-bong, but I do have a deal there. You want to drink out of a deal there? It's hilarious. And I'd be like, woo! But the fact that they've waited all day for whatever Steven is, and then they find out it's a dildo, like, it's not going to work out so well. Oh, <laughs> uh, she's like, it's a secret thing. Only some people get it. Should I bring lunch soon? And the mom's like, where are we going to sit? Where are we going to sit for lunch? And what time is lunch? What time is lunch? And where are we going to sit? That's what I need to know. And she's like, well, we can do it whenever you want. I just need to know what time. <laughs> can you just tell me what time we're going to sit? Okay. And w- where are we going to sit? What time and where? <laughs> where are we going to sit? Is anybody going to tell me? I'm the mom. I need to know what time and where we're going to sit. <laughs> so then um, they are, uh, there's a jet ski because, you know, Court- Courtney's story continues gonna put a jet ski in the water and the lady's like it's going in the water the jet ski's going in the water jet ski in the water water so one of the ladies sees kyle <laughs> he's bringing out drinks and uh she goes could we take a shot with steven and uh kyle just rolls his eyes and he's like Oh, okay. I'll get Stephen for you. And he's all upset because he's like, I'm not doing this for straight girls. I'm not doing this for straight girls. <laughs> for gay yeah. people. So uh, then then the girl's like, well, yes, actually, has, has there been an all-female charter yet? I just don't remember. I know that there was there was a gay charter to start, and then there was like a charter where there was like the, the rich brats. And then I think there was just the gays. There may have been another one in there, but I don't think there. I don't. Th- I don't think there's been an all-female charter yet. I don't know. Um, but I feel like whenever there's been a guy around, he lights up. But now that it's all women, he's like a. He's much more dour. But I reserve the right to walk this back if there's already been an all-female charter this season. So the, this girl. <laughs> That this girl's talking at lunch. Yeah, there was. There was, there was? I think. Yeah, because I, I, I think I remember him being fun with a group of girls. Um, but anyway. Oh, were they like moms? No. Yeah, wasn't it? I don't, you know what? I don't, I don't know. know. My you theory is very half kind of questions about this show because I erase. I rescind. It's like my brain is a DVR for the show. I don't remember what happened last week, barely. Yeah, I rescind, I rescind my theory. It wasn't good in the first place, and it just got worse as I talked it out. So, um, the gir- so <laughs> one girl's like, do you guys want to hear something tragic? My Botox appointment is for two days after we get back. Like, oh. <sighs> I don't know what the tragedy is in that, but we'll we'll empathize with you. Uh, yeah, and uh, the other girl's like, yeah, you know what's also really tragic? I came talking about watching Twilight upstairs. I'm so embarrassed now. So, and in the galley, by the way, in the galley, Dave is like, so I'm going to be serving some bruschettas because I really want to show off my skills. I'm like, you're going to chop up some tomatoes and garlic and put it on some bread? <laughs> you go. 
Oh, you go, boy. Yeah, and he goes, yeah, I'm really going to show off my creativity because L.A. food is deconstructed simple food. And I can deconstruct it, but I'd rather construct it. I'm an artist. I'm like, okay, let me tell you what avocado is not. Avocado toast is not just sl- a sl- a four four cubes, not cubes, but what do you call it when you cut an avocado into fours? Slice. It's not a fourth. It's not like a chunk of avocado. You have to mash it up. It takes something. He just like puts a quarter of an avocado on a piece of toast and sends it out. This guy, I can't. Also, like, dude, you have Google. LA style food is not necessarily deconstructed fresh food. I think that's maybe in the 80s or the 90s. I don't know where this was, where this came from. And he's like, deconstructed food is when you don't have time to set it in an actual mold, which is also not what deconstructed food is. I just feel like his perception of deconstructed food and of Los Angeles food is so wacky. Well, it's so funny that we're Americans talking about this, right? Like, oh, my God, their idea of our food is so crazy when Americans take every other culture's food and just completely crazify it you know <laughs> appropriate it and like <laughs> yes. and, and just like dull it, it down yeah. yeah uh so let's see so uh whole avocados on toast instead of mashed he's got a weird idea of la food okay so shelby uh is filming the food she's like oh my god let's go homies you guys look it's avocado toast get it there's an avocado on a piece of toast this is fucking or I just came right now. <laughs> he nailed upscale LA chic. I cannot wait to tell my Botoxologist when I get home. <laughs> nailed uh, it. Nailed it. He killed the assignment. So then Storm is telling Tasha that she needs uh, he, he needs somebody to do two trips because they're going to do this beach setup thing, right? And mm-hmm. so they start getting together for that. And so in the galley, Oh, yeah. uh, Josh goes into the galley, and the chef's like, what are you doing in here? And she goes, I need to put something on, Dave. Just an apron, I guess. So she starts putting on an apron, and he goes, well, I no. don't want to get my hopes up. I don't want to get my hopes up while you're <laughs> in here. Oh, Dave, were you thinking you were going to get a hug? Do you want a hug, Dave? Is that what you want? <laughs> oh, Dave! And then she runs to him and like gives him this really long hug. I thought that he got a package and it was only an apron and I thought it was going to be something more exciting. <laughs> it makes more sense if she was putting on an apron. So then he's like, it feels like a new start, her putting on an apron and such. But I feel like it can be better. <laughs> but I feel like it can be better. I, I, I feel very quickly. I fell very quickly and there's always a little hope that she'll run away from her boyfriend and look will be here with a big potato. So there's always that option. Hold me holding a big prickly potato that smells fragrant. Dave, I don't love your idea of avocado toast. And you've scared me a little this season with your psycho behavior. But, you know, even psychos deserve proper love. I mean, not more for yourself. You know what I mean? Maybe she'll finally get sick of that guy that she ran back to after breaking my heart. And then I can just be here waiting. Like, you know, come on, Dave. Get some confidence. Yeah, let's let's. Let's find you a new lady, okay? Because this is not working. So yeah. then, um, then back to the women eating. Whatever's on this toast, I want to cast at. And then someone goes, it's like some sort of onion and caramelized bruschetta. It's like, yeah, it's tomato. It's bruschetta. It's tomato, <laughs> onion, garlic. 
So, um, yeah, now they're pulling stuff for the beach picnic and they're going to go, they're going to set it up and they're going to try to set up in one, in one trip. So Storm, <laughs> Storm is like, well, you know, there's something about setting up a picnic that makes me wax philosophically and poetic about my team. You know, I have a great team and at the same time, I can't expect people to move me because then everyone will die. And then if everyone dies, I have no team. And then I have to do it myself. And then suddenly I'm three years old again, driving a Volvo to school while my mum works at the drugstore. I can't go back to that place. I can't. I just can't expect everyone to be as good as me. They'll be like, this is too much. Okay, Storm, calm the fuck down. I mean, he's sitting there planning this beach trip. Like, all right, see, here's what we're going to do. Look at this piece of paper. Or I'm going to make a chart. You're going to be here. You're going to be here with the chair. I'm going to be here with the chair. Then we're going to see each other across. We're going to say, what do we need? We're going to get together, get the chairs. We're going to unfold them. We're going to put them on the beach. Then the tent. It's like, calm down. There's tent and some folding chairs on some beach. Dude. I know. Calm down. <laughs> exactly. And meanwhile, the women are still having lunch, and one goes, um, is this a meatball? And the other one's like, it's a falafel. She goes, ow. <laughs> <laughs> so now Tosh and Kyle, um, they go, she's like, why don't you call Brett, Kyle? And he says, well, can't we go together, babe? I don't like to be alone when I'm hurting. What's the point of going on break when your heart's already broken, if you know what I'm saying? 25 days till I see your sweet, sweet Frank and that amazing smile. <laughs> I love that he always puts on his little silk pajamas before he takes a nap. <laughs> I know. I feel like he is definitely the type of gay who, like, if you, if you like, knocked on his door, it, like, and he has just woken up out of bed, he's in a very small silk kimono. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. With like it with like creams under his eyes. <laughs> he's a character. So he's a real character, this guy. So um <laughs> he's, he's hilarious. Tosh and Natalia are in the decorating box, you know? It's like God, how many times are you guys gonna, you know, ponder the stuffed taco? But um they I are. Know. And Natasha is like, Oh god, the seventies. I wish I was in the seventies, because then you could really party, have fun. Not get annoying text messages on your phone from a guy who cheated on you and then you cheated on back and then broke up with the guy you cheated on and with and got back together with him before regretting it because it's the phone. The phone won't stop dinging. The phone is the problem. The phone is the problem. <laughs> I love the 70s. I love to party and to dance and a disco ball. Can't you hear it in my voice? How much I love this So then <laughs> Z and Storm are setting up their picnic site very slowly and they're having issues. And um, Z's like, at the moment, things feel very disjointed. You know, I hope that Storm soon learns to delegate. It's like growing up when the dishwasher would be broken and I'll have to do it by hand. And mom would be like, do the bows first. I'd be like, I want to do the plates first, but it was mom, so I had to listen. So I'd do the bows first. It was just weird. It was a weird, different order. That's how I feel right now. And then he just chuckles. Ho, 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 ho. So um, Storm is just going crazy. I don't know what his deal is, but he's like throwing chairs. and The blanket, the blanket needs to be here. Chairs, chairs, I'm the chairs. What we do with the chairs? <laughs> he's like, Jesus Christ, man. We're putting up some chairs. So then um, back at the boat, some girl named Aurora. Okay, so the ladies are all talking. They're like, oh, my God. Tell us, like, about, you guys went to college together. Why don't you tell us about Rachel in college? And she goes, okay, well, one time in college, 
Rachel was farting so hard, but then she needed to throw up. <laughs> so then she like found a bucket and then she continued partying. It was awesome. But then later we found out the bucket, it, like it was my purse, but it, it was so funny. <laughs> I really, I couldn't afford to get a new driver's license for a while. You know, throw up has an acid too. It kind of ate through the front of my driver's license and made it look like I was missing an eye. And so it was like really hard for me to get into bars that we had a really good time. I got a story about Rachel also. Like one time we went to the food hall at FSU and I was like, I dare to get a second order of mozzarella sticks. So she like went up and she got a second order of mozzarella sticks and like she totally ate them. It was like, oh my God, you got a second order of mozzarella sticks. It was hilarious. Then later that night she like threw up in your purse. It was so funny because it was like not just regular throw up. It was like double mozzarella-y throw up. Oh, it was hilarious. Uh, Rachel is crazy. So then uh, Tasha's like, that party's hilarious. God, you really knew how to party. Was this in the 70s? Okay, so you're going to go to the beach and have some cocktails then, girls? And um, back on the beach, Z is spelling home in rocks on the beach. Let's get that branding. Such a random arts and crafts moment. (laughs) It's a philosophical quandary because when you're on the beach, it says you're home, but you aren't home. Because home is only the motor yacht, and yet that's not home either. Something to think about. Right, ladies. Home is where the rocks are. The spell home. (laughs) So the guests get. Guys, one time, Rachel once spelled home with her vomit. She's crazy. (laughs) It was in my purse. (laughs) She threw up in so many little purses, and we arranged all the purses with vomit in them to spell at home. It was great. Poor Aurora just has to carry a garbage bag around for a purse. She's parting with with this fucking disaster, Rachel. So the guests get on a tender and come over to the beach. And um, Storm carries one of the guests over his shoulder. And she's like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Fireman's hold. Five by fireman's hold. So um, then. I make uh, Dave, fun of these girls. You know what's so funny is I like make all fun of friends. these girls and Kyle. But this is like my group of friends. And I'm probably no. Kyle, you know. I know, like, you know, like, we would all hang out together and have, like, the best time, <laughs> Kyle included. That's how we do it. We hurt yeah. the ones we love. So yeah. Dave um, is making tapas, and he's like, I love going to San Sebastian and having tapas there. You can put so much passion into one dish, and it doesn't take that long, since you're not prepping as much, so there's more time for mirror glaze. I'd rather do 15 courses than one by one by one. As long as they're all served at the same time. Really, what I'm looking for tonight is hamburgers next to raw tuna on a very, very large dish. (laughs) Wait, this guy, here he is saying, like, I love tapas. I love that you can put so much passion into one small plate. I'd rather have 15 small plates in a row than one big thing. And then last week, he's like, I mean, why don't we just do around the world? We'll just put it all out on the table. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You see? He's see? confusing. So uh, Tosh and Z are making s'mores on the beach. And no offense, but she's doing it wrong. Okay, she gets these huge marshmallows. Huge. They're like <laughs> okay, as big as yeah, a baby fist. <laughs> and then she puts them on a graham cracker. And then she gets a little blowtorch thing, like a brulee torch or whatever you call them. It's... And she 
Yeah. Torches the outside of it. And Storm's like, but don't they have to be melted? She's like, this is right. This is the right way to do it. And I was just waiting to see the guests like, oh, my God. You guys, Rachel just barfed when she tried eating that. <laughs> <laughs> this literally looks like the time Rachel made a barf sandwich. I mean, because they basically make, like, marshmallow chip, which is... Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's like, and it's not even graham crackers. I think it's just like biscuits. Cause I, I, can you even get graham crackers in Europe? I don't know. Europeans let us know. But, um, yeah, it definitely is all wrong. And you see that they give one to one girl and we don't hear a response. We just see her face like, oh, okay. I guess, uh, woo hoo. <laughs> yeah. This, is, this is not getting a little, I'll tell you that much. And this is not cool. Where's the guy who put that piece of avocado on the toast? And that was art. This is fart. This is fart. That was art. So then, um, Natalia is talking to Jason for perhaps the first time all season. She's like, Hey, look at you, Jason. You know, you seem like a sort of guy who likes to enjoy a flower party. You're a mommy from like Scooby Doo. They got that guy, Shaggy. You sort of look like him. He's like, Wow, that was bullying. Wow. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I don't know if I was just bullied or... She's like, I don't know why, he's cool. I've totally dated a guy and just like him. Broke up with me after about 11 minutes, so it still breaks my heart every day. I can't trust anybody. And then, after he walked away from me, he said, I would have gotten away with it too. I was like, well. <laughs> he didn't even wait around for me to take off my mask. <laughs> Very short relationship. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so, so then the captain's like, okay, guys, just finished the latest season of Ozark. God, what an ending, right? Didn't really approve of it. What's going on here on the boat? Is it almost dark? God, that Jason Bateman sure makes time fly. Jeez. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, tomorrow I've got a whole marathon of Hogan's family. I'm so excited. But, hey, we got we to gotta keep this going, okay? It's getting dark. Okay, listen, they're still on short. That is not okay. Okay, they're on shore, and I'm not talking about the Danish or Classic in Bomb Springs. Well, I do want to go to that, too. All right, Storm Storm, Sandy, Storm Storm, Sandy, it's getting dark. We need you on board. Do you copy? Could you pre please press the mic and then talk? Storm? Storm, 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 Sandy, this is like Kelly Clarkson's follow-up album to the Since You've Been Gone album. It's getting kind of dark. Come on, we need you to come back in. Storm, Storm, Sandy, Storm, Storm, Sandy. Did Laura Dern deserve to die? I mean, not Laura Dern. What's the other one? Laura, what's her face? Jason Bateman's Laura on uh, Ozark. Did she deserve to die? Yes or no? Okay. <laughs> storm, Storm, Sandy. This is like Revenge Season 2. It's getting kind of dark. Come on in. Got to bring it in. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Storm Storm Sandy. Wow. That's the revenge opening. Okay, Storm, can you hear me? I will not be ignored on a revenge opening. <laughs> storm Storm Sandy. Uh guess what? Uh just found out that the rest of this episode is gonna be directed by Christopher Nolan, so it's getting kinda dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and now we're up actually upside down and going through a tissue hallway. So that's there's that too. <laughs> And they're out of range, so Storm doesn't hear any of this. So the captain's like, um, Shaggy, hey Shaggy, uh, <laughs> could you go uh, go on the tender and go tell Storm, I am very, very upset. Go get him. You go get him. You say, you better be home before dark, mister, or I'll tell you what, you are not getting a hug before dinner. You tell him just in that tone, and then say, just kidding, hugs, and then give him a hug. Okay? Go do it. It's very important. 
You know what? It's never a great idea to have guests on the shore after dark, because guess what? We don't have lights. This is a fun fact. There's no such thing as flashlights in Malta. So secondly, something could kick up, and now we're in the pitch black, okay? So Storm should, like, always stay in touch with me, especially because I got to tell him how Ozark ended, okay? God, what a, <laughs> what a nail-biter, am I right? The Babadook is coming! Okay, just say that, Jason, okay? <laughs> so Jason goes over on the tender, and he's like, Hey, um, Captain Sandy wants you guys back on the boat, okay? Got it? Got it? Okay, bye. And then he just leaves. And Storm's like, oh, all right, I'll need to work on time management for sure, but you're not the owner of the boat, dude. All right, don't shoot over like you're Brad Pitt in your own Malta. All right, because that's not how it works, bro. <laughs> Brad, <laughs> the Brad Pitt thing was a little, Brad Pitt's like, whoa, man, don't bring me into this, okay? <laughs> I know, he's like, I've already had a rough week with the Angelina stuff, okay? Leave me alone. <laughs> So the captain's like, oh, Shaggy, you're back. Get up here. Okay. Did you say the Babadook is coming? No, I forgot <laughs> that part. Well, and what does he think? Does he think that Laura, what's her face, should deserve to die at the end of Ozark? <laughs> uh, I forgot that part. Did you go, boom, boom? <laughs> no, I didn't do any of that. Damn it. Wow. Wow. So now... Now they're bringing, uh, Storm's bringing all the women back in the dark. And they're like, whoa, it's dark. Spooky swimming. This is not ideal at all. Oh, Rachel just puked on a monkfish. Can you guys see that? Can you guys see? Oh, God. Linda, what happened to you today? Oh, I got puked on by a girl. In my purse. Oh. <laughs> It's terrible. <laughs> Her little fish purse is all barfed in. Well, so, Linda, you could have cleaned it up before you came into the office. I didn't have time. My washer broke. <laughs> I guess I'll be doing my own purse in the office today. <laughs> office kitchen. <laughs> hey, does anyone mind if I leave for lunch a little earlier? I got to get it. I got to go to TJ Maxx, get a replacement for this. <laughs> this purse is puked on by a human. Oh, God. So everybody gets ready for this uh, 70s party. And the captain's like, Storm, I want a quick jet in the morning. Storm, are you going to get fired? Nobody knows. You'll know in the morning. Have a good sleep, everybody. Bye. So she leaves. And then um, everybody else gets ready for the 70s party. And the chef puts on a wig. And he's like, yeah, I've got all these surfer dude mates. And I'm always jealous of the hair. Because I had hair, but it went. You know, I tried growing it back. But it was just like little fingers on the front of my head. You know, so I've always wanted to flick my hair and finger it back, get out of the water and just throw my hair back like that. I was like, he really thinks that Natasha is in love with him again. When has the <laughs> chef ever acted like this? It's like, there's a new girl in town and she's feeling good. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kyle gets into a wig, his favorite thing, and he's like, you know, well, I'm constantly thinking about Frank, and I'm trying to make him seem like I'm having the best time of my life, but I'm thinking about Frank. I'm like, okay, Frank did not die. You can text him. It's like he's, <laughs> he's acting like Frank has evaporated into thin air. You've known Frank two days, sir. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, food's ready. Uh, food's ready. Sorry, Diana Jenkins is on the show. Oh, you need a new food ready? Here I am then. So the chef is like, food's ready. Please check the plates for hair because, you know, we're wearing wigs. God, how do people walk around with shit like this on their head? This is actually disgusting. But I'm in love, so I'll let it pass. All right, all right, ladies, this first Dave. dish. 
Dave, uh, why, don't you put on a, why don't you put on a wig, Dave? <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing a wig right now, actually. No, no, you're not, Dave. <laughs> you should put one on, Dave. Oh my God, you're right. Are you tired, Dave? <laughs> Done bold. Still bold. Did you say something, Dave? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Dave comes out with three wigs on his head. (laughs) Hey, Dave, why is that potato wearing a wig? (laughs) Hey, Dave, this potato's wearing a pineapple wig. Can we ask the audience something? Why are you listening to this? This is an (laughs) hour (laughs) and... This is actually directed specifically to Stephen Colbert. We're like, guys, Stephen Colbert may be listening today. Let's make lots of pineapple jokes. This is an hour and 15 minutes in <laughs> and makes zero sense. Well, there was what 20 minutes. What are you guys doing with your lives? <laughs> there was 20 minutes of talking about the Emmys. So stupid. Okay, which, so those were 20 on. minutes where Stephen Colbert thought this was a possibly normal podcast. <laughs> and now he's like, wow, don't uh, talk to strangers at parties. <laughs> Okay, so they get their sushi, their deconstructed sushi. Okay, so you don't have to fucking roll it. You don't. What are you talking? What are you doing? Well, he just gives them like a seafood, uh, seaweed you- sheet, and then some sushi on the side. What the fuck are you doing? I didn't even notice. I didn't even notice that. What I did notice that he served something. And he goes, "I call it Garden of Pickled Vegetables." <laughs> yes, Garden this, of Pickled I call this Vegetables. Garden of Pickled Vegetables. Like, oh my god, this is fucking my face right now this is art this is fuck my face art but i'd like that he says he's gonna he calls it something as if there's some sort of artistry or like poeticism or like witticism wit, wittiness about the name it's a plate of pickled vegetables and instead of saying like i've served you some pickled vegetables he's like no i call it garden of pickled vegetables like <laughs> He did, it could have been like, it wasn't like a play on the word Eden or anything. And he's like, and then he goes, and here's some watermelon broth, which sort of goes against the theme of garden of pickled vegetables. But, you know, here it is. It's <laughs> like a garden watered with vinegar. Like, mm, delicious. Fuck my face, carrot. <laughs> so then um, the cap, uh, he's talking about how the last charter was tough, but now everybody's everything's great and everyone's doing fine. He's getting along with Tosh and guests are happy. And it's just so important to be friends with the interior. God, he just loves the interior. He respects him so much. Like, they have to work so hard. And how do they do it? Oh, my God. I mean, just, just so much to do. He could. He just respects it. So, did they secretly fuck? I have a feeling. <laughs> I'm calling. It, that they started up again and they're hiding it better than last time. I think he's just like uh, I, th- I think he's just leaning into the hair thing. He just feels like he's got like a renewed vigor. So uh, by the way, you you totally went past an important part of Z's character building, which is Storm and Z in the wheelhouse looking at the at the anchor radar and like you know it makes it looks like scribbles. And so one of them is like I think Storm says it looks like a grade zero drawing of a bunny, and Z's like I draw like that. I draw stick people still. <laughs> well, I wasn't attacking you, mate. I didn't take it that way. I'm I'm happy for your success. <laughs> so then um, they talk about the bread because they get some bread served to them. And the mom's like, oh, my God, you know, here we are. 
sitting in these dining room chairs at 8.06 p.m. God, I, I just feel so good about knowing all that because I'm a mom. And this bread is delicious. It's homemade. It's like the bread I used to make for you, Shelby, right? Shelby's like, yeah, mom, <laughs> just like this. <laughs> just like this. God. <laughs> fucking idiot, mom, mom, what a fucking lunatic am I, right, friends? <laughs> Shelby language. I can hear you. So then, um, so then, uh, you know, there's there's some twerking uh, because, like, well, well, first of all, Talia and Courtney are twerking, and now the girls want to party. They're ready for their seventies parties. There's a lot of woohoo, and then it's like dancing and like yes and yes, 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 woo, 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 woo. And Kyle's like, these people make me cringe. I'm like, they're the exact same people as last week. <laughs> Yeah, you just don't want to stick your penis in any of them, okay? Yeah. And so he's telling Dave, oh, I just I just don't think they're like Steven's type. You know, she wants to pull out Steven. I mean, these are a bunch of 11-year-old girls stuck in 22-year-old bodies. Oh, my God, I hope my boyfriend texted me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, just go to WeHo. <laughs> um, so... Kyle's like, they're just not the type. They know better. They, they're better now Stevens a deal, dude. That's been sucked before. I mean, Tosh, Tosh, this is the worst thing you can do because I can profile a person in 2.2 seconds and know if they're the love of my life. And this time I did. <laughs> and I'm like, you should not be doing this with a bunch of non-Franks. I love his talent. It's like profiling who's a dildo person and who's not a dildo person. I know. <laughs> it's like a very specific kind of CBS show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can know in 2.2 seconds if you're going to spend 12 years with someone, they're going to leave you for a woman. <laughs> so she's like, yeah, I'm going to do Steven. He's like, don't do it. I'm telling you, don't do it. She's like, oh, I don't think. She's like, they're going to love it. They're going to love it. So she fills up this the syringe thing with tequila and so she comes outside and she's like girls this is steven and then she whips out the dildo and they're like ah ah oh oh my god oh what is there oh my god is rachel Rachel gonna puke rachel's not even puking god oh this is oh i we thought he was a a pirate. <laughs> and they it goes are to commercial. so grossed out. They are so uncomfortably grossed out. I was cracking up. And then the girl who didn't get her Botox in time, or the, bo- the who made her Botox appointment too late, is so funny because she's trying to make it better for Tosh. And the other girl's like, no, stop it, Donna. Or whatever. <laughs> oh, no, stop it, Rachel. <laughs> They're like, stop. And she's, Tosh goes, anyone want to try? And they stare blankly at her. And she's like, you take the salty tip, you lick it. And uh, Shelby's like, oh, my God, this is, like, so bad. We thought Stephen was, like, a nice pirate or something. And Rachel's <laughs> yeah. like, come on, guys, let's just do it. Let's just do it, guys. Like, Rachel, stop. No, Rachel. <laughs> Quiet, Aurora. I want to be. A, I want to do it, Aurora. <laughs> no, Rachel, you've done too much. Oh, the best part was that there was a commercial break. And, like, when the, when, when, when. Natasha brings out the dildo. The girls are like, uh, and it was commercial. So I'm like, oh, okay, it's be one of those things. We come back from commercial and they're going to be like, uh, <laughs> yes, but that, no, they are just they like, go to bed. Yes. they go to bed. Oh my God. I was cracking up. That is so golden. <laughs> they're like, wow. They literally went from, Whoa! to, ew, we're going to bed. I'm disgusted. <laughs> 
And Carl's like, Tilda, <laughs> Tilda. <laughs> I knew it was going to be painful. That was almost as painful as that dildo up your ass. All right? It was <laughs> terrible, babe. Oh, goodness. So, um, so then, uh, yeah, so Jason is asking um, Kyle how how tonight was. And Kyle's like, it was boring, all right? Like, Tosh wanted to take out Steven, and she did. And it was a complete fail. And I said, don't. I suggest you don't do this from the beginning. I mean, honestly, it's so difficult for me because, you know, I just came from the biggest high of the last charter. And now I'm with all these immature twits. The, the immature, in fact, you know what? That's a new word. Immature girl are called immatures, okay? And they're twits, and I don't like them. And Jason's <laughs> like, yeah. My thing has nothing to do with yours, but I'll say it like it does. Because, like, all the deckhands are, like, they're just, like, sensitive. They're so sensitive. They're, like, not open to my jokes. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, look, I'm, like, look, I'm, like, I'm, like, I don't know what the word I wrote is in my in my notes, but I'm doing that word with and like with certain people, and I'm just like not a hundred percent percent being myself. Like I feel like I'm like playing a role, you know. Like I'm Jason, but here, like I'm just a guy who doesn't really like polish. You know what I mean? And that's the role I'm playing because <laughs> the people I get along with outside. Uh, the people I get along with are not outside working with me, but like the things I know how to randomly do, like sewing, juggling, those are things <laughs> that I learned. <laughs> those are things I learned because like I actually enjoy those things. And I just like haven't been able to find common ground with people. Like it's really, really hard to find a juggling sewer. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like shocking. That, like, you go onto a yacht to work, and there's, like, not one person who knows how to juggle three bolts of yarn. It's like, what's even the point? <laughs> like, Courtney likes to twerk. I'm like, what? Do that with three oranges flying in the air. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bully. So then um, uh, Storm gets into bed with Talia, and uh, really nothing happens. It's just... <laughs> It's just her trying to get gossip. It's like, I wonder what's happening with Tosh and the ship. He's obsessed with her. And he's like, yeah, he's in love with her, don't you think? He finally realizes what he, what she's done. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, all right, I'm going to go now. Uh-oh. So Kyle takes off his wig in the mirror and goes, the bitch is big. <laughs> Throws it on the ground. Okay, so now it's day two, and there's yoga. Everybody gets to do their paddleboard yoga stuff, or whatever it is. And so everybody's getting up, and Tasha wakes up to a nice breakfast of nine new messages from her crazy-ass yeah. boyfriend. So she, And, you know, like, we see how Natasha makes people crazy on purpose, and I'm wondering if she's texting him, like, I'm, I'm in need of help, SOS. Please come. Please come. If they don't get the money, they'll drop off and then just doesn't finish and he's like oh my god are you okay i'm worried about you i'm worried i don't know why it's so worried it's really annoying <laughs> listen i just was pretending i was in the 70s and there's no such thing as cell phones so i couldn't text them back it would ruin the illusion so he i mean basically she loves i think she loves like the the love bombing attention at first but then when it gets to be too much she's like whoa and then she like backs off and then they do it even harder and then she's like whoa so this case she leaves a voice uh text for her sister and she's like hi squish 
Can you just message and tell them to stop sending me nasty, nasty messages like I'm working here for every hour under the sun and I can't deal with any more of these messages, Squish. I hope you understand, Squish. Thanks so much, Squish. And by the way, I did get your text message about how you don't like being called Squish. So I'll try to take that under consideration, Squish. Ah. So, of course, as was the intention, Natalia heard this. And so she's like, hey, Squish. She says, my boyfriend. She says, what? Your boyfriend? She says, uh, yeah, my boyfriend. And so Natalia's like, oh, my God, Dave, boyfriend, Dave, boyfriend, orange juice, orange juice, orange juice. You know what? They probably opened up their mailbox and they had, like, 37 cocks of orange juice. <laughs> At this point, she has so many boyfriends, you could probably mail one to every single person in Australia and still have so many left over. So now the ladies are leaving on the tender to go do their yoga stuff, and um, the captain is finally time for the meeting with Storm. So she's like, Storm, Storm, Captain, Storm, Storm, Captain, come up here to get beheaded in the... Just kidding. Okay, hi, welcome, you're here. Okay, so listen... And I don't, I'm going to talk in this voice because this is the teaching voice. You know, and I'm a teacher, so I don't expect you to know this, okay? You can't get out of radio range, okay? <laughs> Remember that. Don't get out of radio range. When you are stuck listening to Amazon radio, you'll see what I mean. It's painful. <laughs> How many times are you expected to listen to Megan Trainer in one hour? Okay? <laughs> don't get out of radio range okay because I, I like to keep a line of sight on my team just in case i like to say hey where's that furry guy with the mustache but no hair on top oh there he is you know that's fun for me the minute the sun goes down they need to be back okay they're like the opposite of vampires they're they're just basics okay <laughs> <laughs> basics suck your blood Okay. Um, They're like, you know, Anna Kendrick in Twilight. They're just sort of there. (laughs) Maybe we'll have a great future afterwards in other movies. But for right now, she's just sort of there. That's what they are. Now, Anna Kendrick, that's someone who deserved to die at the end of Ozark. Am I right? (laughs) Okay. Glad we had this talk. (laughs) Hey, you ever been to Forks, by the way? Never mind. Do your job. So Storm's like, well... I'm so not used to being the person. I'm so used to being on a team where the person can rely on me so much to do whatever I need to do. So I just need to learn how to delegate. Because if I don't delegate, then I'll just, uh, I'm going to be doing too much. And then they're going to mean what I do. Then they're going to do too much. Or I'll be doing too much. And we're going to set up too many picnics. And I'll be out late after night. And next thing you know, I'll be driving down a down the highway at the age of four and a half, just trying to get to mom's job so I can bring her her lunch. And, oh, it's going to be a disaster. Wow, this was a really fascinating delegation episode for Storm. I yeah, mean, it's like the writer's room. Like, we really need a storm learning to delegate episode. Um, just make sure he's ready to go with about 16 monologues about it. Okay, <laughs> let's go. We can do this, everybody. Stay yeah. within radio range, everybody. So the ladies are at yoga, doing yoga on paddle boards. And Sandy's like, hey, the wind's picking up a little bit. You know what? I guess it didn't hear the stern lecture I gave it when I said, let's, get, let's drop it down from 27 gnats, okay? Mm-hmm. Apparently, it did not get the memo. See what I did there? So, anyway, uh, let's bring up the starboard anchor, okay? Let's bring that up, okay? Or or maybe even the yeah. port anchor. Which one? Yeah, you know what? You know what? It's crashing around. 
It's crust. It's crust, man. I can just tell. Okay, let's get down. You know what, Storm? Um, you just learned to delegate. Would you like to lose a leg? Okay, jump in the water <laughs> and just go untangle that. It's going to be hey, fun. Let's see if you can do it, new guy. <laughs> hey, Storm, do you mind delegating your arm to Davy Jones' locker? <laughs> so, so Storm has to jump in the water and untangle this, which we all know from watching Below Deck for years and years that this is very, very dangerous, right? Yeah. This almost killed one of the people on the boats. Uh, that guy who lived and then became a hero and then came back the next <laughs> season and became a total douchebag. Well, that Ashton was a different or, thing. That was just where, like, um, like his he had put his foot into, like, in, in the right. ropes. And then yeah. he got dragged But there down. was Wes. Right. There was Wes Vanderpump, and he had to undo it. But the whole thing is that, like, the moment that the anchor is loose, it's going to plummet down. So, like, you have to be clear of it when that happens. Otherwise, you're fucked. So yeah. Sandy says, we're fucked. <laughs> and so now uh, Storm ha- Storm goes under underwater, and then he's like, we see Storm Cam, and he's like near the anchor. And then he does something, and then the anchor lets loose, and then there's like chaos. And what happened? Did Storm survive? Is he alive? Is he going to be replaced? Will he be the first Bravo celebrity to die during the show? We'll find out next week. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, they made it look like Storm just got killed and uh, faded to black. So there we go. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us for this uh, insane episode of yeah, thanks, uh, Watch What thanks, Crappens. Thanks, Stephen Colbert, for making it through the 90 minutes. <laughs> look forward to being guests on your show. Uh, if you know Patricia Arquette, just, uh, you know. Tell her to give us a shot. All right, yep. everybody. Thank you so much for being here. We will be back tomorrow with a little Real Girlfriends in Paris. And then Beverly Hills and Southern Charm, of course. Um, go check out our bonus episodes, our videos, and also our other podcast, Winter is Crappening, which is our Game of Thrones show. We sure love you guys. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Saboni, she don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Better do what she says. It's Elva Enriquez. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. Hail the cork master, the master of the cork. It's Jennifer Corcoran. We will, we will, Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Paging Page Mills, Paging Page Mills. She's the queen bee, it's Sarah Lemke. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys.